It's Monday morning. It's 9.30-ish, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I'm here with, I'm actually here (laughs) (laughs) with my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, and that means I have no excuse for talking over you. (laughs) I'm going to try so hard to be a nice person. (laughs) You know we all have traditionally done that. It's it's one of our, uh, you know things we're known for yes, <laughs> our trademarks I'm known for yeah and I don't even have an apron on I left the house because um, um I am at Marianne's house and we are recording together it's so great but I had this harrowing drive over here first I was all like discombobulated because I'm like oh I forgot my apron uh, should I lie <laughs> should I tell the truth what should I do and then um there was a sheriff right behind me you know and I haven't driven much of anywhere in the pandemic why would I you know yeah and so um it's not like it's far to your house but I got my hands up on the wheel and I have carpal tunnel and apparently it's gotten worse in the last 16 months so I put my hands up on the wheel and they immediately fell asleep and then there was the sheriff behind me and I'm I'm like oh my god oh my god I don't have my apron and he's gonna know I'm driving with wet noodles and so I'm driving like I'm just like slapping dead fish around you know (laughs) the the, the front of the car oh my god and it's making me so nervous. So then I went the wrong way, and then I kind of got lost. And oh my gosh! And so I'm here, and I don't even care that I don't have my apron on. I'm alive. <laughs> You're here. I'm so it, oh. I am so thrilled to be in the same room. Not to mention the fact that uh, we don't have to do it over the phone anymore, which is kind of a funky sound system. Well, also grateful I mean, to you have were had perfect it. Perfect at it, but there were occasions when I hung up on you, and we had to start over. <laughs> I'd get all excited about some recipe. You were press, locked in your bedroom. I know. Press my face to the phone and that would hang it up. Oh. Yes, yeah, so happy to. Uh, I'm so. I'm just happy to be sharing a space with you. And I, I eventually, I think we'll be back in the radio station, but not yet. Yes. Hopefully uh, July. That's pretty soon. Yeah, we yeah. hope. We hope. If nothing happens, you know, we're all at the... W- Mercy of what? The fates yes. <laughs> in terms of this yeah. stupid pandemic. Anyway, hooray for this. Um, and hooray for all the people who send in ha- pandemic haikus. I know. It was so exciting because, I mean, we only have seven listeners, but nine people responded. <laughs> With like 17 <laughs> submissions. Yes. I know. So some of you are not registered as fans, but clearly you're listening. I know. So. So the, the, apparently the jury's still out on <laughs> yeah. But the jury is not out on winners. We have two winners. We have two winners. Um, you're going to get gift certificates to the, the Food Webs um, uh, Small Farms Market Day. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. It's a local food market, and it is every Thursday. And um, for everybody's information, uh, to be able to support our small, uh, our food producers, very local, who are small producers and not available through the stores, um, you can find their fabulous products. And much more about the community food systems work that the North Coast Food Web does at northcoastfoodweb.org. But for this particular thing, it's a big thank you uh, little shopping trip. For our winners. So you want to talk about the first one? Yeah. So our first winner is Ivar Anderson. And his haiku, I just love, it says, To counterbalance all of this lazing about, I dine with gusto. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's, it's great. I just love that. It's great. It's classic. <laughs> um, and our other winner is Lynette Scribner. And um, her uh, hers is, uh, I, I feel a kinship with Lynette about this. <laughs> yes. I, it's taken me months to lose mine. So hers is quarantine cooking. Nothing to do but eat food. COVID-19 pounds. I love that. <laughs> COVID-19 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So thank you to everybody who sent in haikus. Yes. It's really been fun. And to it was hard to pick. Yes, it was. It, it, it uh, merited discussion over days about that. So yes. thanks, everybody. We should try to uh, – we don't have a place to post them all. We could. If, if we, we could were, figure out a way, if we had a giant website and we were yeah, but no, then we then we would have to <laughs> maintain we it, had and our, you know, our name on a race car. <laughs> <laughs> totally, let's go all NASCAR. That is so us. <laughs> we'll work on Ooh, that. Nachos. No. <laughs> Yipes. So. All right, so we have fabulous winners, um, and and I should say to our winners that we will contact you uh, via email, email and let you know how all of it works. But yeah. thank you, everybody who responded. That was really fun. We might have to have more haiku contests with different themes. I love it. I think it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. it is fun. What have you been cooking? Well, um, I haven't been cooking as much, though I have, and we can talk about that as I have been eating berries out of their pint containers by the fistful. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just so nice that the strawberries are here, you know? Yes. Oh, they're just the best. I know, and they've shown up at the little Thursday market as well as uh, now the farmer's markets are starting to open, and uh, there's so many places to get really good Local berries, yeah. fresh are, berries. And we are just blessed with the hoods here, you know. We are. I love the suctions, too, that come later, but hoods, man, they're just such a iconic Northwestern yeah. thing, you know. Oh, and they're, they're so and good. they're short-lived, and we love them so much, yeah, you yeah. know. So, I, And I got to admit that I have bought um, uh, pints of berries several times in the last couple weeks, and uh, none of them have actually made it home yet. Yeah, I know. It's such a, a car <laughs> thing. <laughs> I eat them with my wet noodles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flopping around in the car. Ooh. <laughs> Berries and pasta. It's a whole new <laughs> No, no, no. no. <laughs> but as far as cooking, I've been cooking a lot of Chinese food. Ooh. Yeah, I got a couple new cookbooks, and um, it's just, it, I think it's just fun. So I have kind of a goal this summer is to um, get more things in my dim sum repertoire there's a lot of things that I um, don't know how to make um, but I've just been doing mostly just stir fries and rice and, and I, I just really like that you know it's any stir fry with asparagus is so good and there's oh, been yeah. so much asparagus and and so um and snap peas right now yeah and I love dry sauteed green beans I think that those are really really good with a little um black bean garlic paste I, I really really like that but I've, I've just been doing that a lot more I don't really know why maybe it's because I haven't been to restaurants in so long but, well um, I think as as the uh, weather warms up stir fry is kind of perfect because you, yeah. you, you're not slaving over a stove and that's such a good point you don't want the oven going with some braise for three and a half hours yeah exactly yeah. so uh, I'm wondering um, what you do you have a go-to sauce for stir-fry? You know, that's what I've been trying not to do, is to try new things um, and to get more 
um, like sussing wine. I, I have that, and, and I just don't use it as much as I should. Use more like black vinegar, things like that that I don't uh-huh. normally use. But um, let's see. If, if I was making something, I like oyster sauce a lot. I do too. And I, um, with in a stir fry, and then I also will just do just a, a plain stir fry with a lot of ginger and a lot of garlic and a lot of cilantro. And that's something that I just really, really like. Yeah. Too. So do you um, use sesame oil very much? I do, um, but it's it's generally not my um, pr- like main pr- predominant flavor. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like sesame oil as a finishing oil a little bit more. I mean, I don't. I'm yeah. not. I d- I don't use enough of it to call it a cooking oil. Yeah. You and know, I wouldn't saute in it. Yeah, and probably the place that I use it where it's most flavor forward is salad dressing. Oh, because why haven't I done that? Um, I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think it's. I, I think That's it's really a great that idea. Yeah. yeah, yum. What have you been cooking? Uh, well, I've been cooking. I've been using asparagus too because it's so delicious. How can you not? Delicious. Yeah, yeah. And I have. Uh, I I tried this recipe from uh, New York Times. You and I both use New York Times cooking. Um, because they have so much good stuff on there. Yeah, and, and it turns out. Yeah, it I mean, always they, turns out. They really out. test their recipes. Yes, yeah, yes. I trust them. So this one, and this one had uh, snap peas as well as uh, English peas okay. and uh, asparagus and spring onions and all the stuff we have right now. Um, I never buy shelling peas. I just use frozen peas. But, yeah. but the um, snap peas are everywhere right now, so they're really good. And I liked this. It's a pasta I'm not a huge pasta fan. I, I don't dislike pasta. It's just not something I would choose. So I thought that I might take this idea and turn it into risotto because I think I, I oh. would rather have a risotto. But this is just so simple. It's almost like, um, uh, now I'm not going to say the name of the classic pasta that you just toss in egg and um, cheese at the Car- last. Carbonara? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Carbonara. Uh, it's almost like that in the way that it's assembled, but it, it's got uh, sugar snap peas, asparagus, English peas, spring onions, garlic, um, and then they use fettuccine or your um, uh, choice of pasta, and you're just sauteing all of the aromatics and veg, and then uh, at putting it together with the pasta, and then tossing it immediately with oil and uh, grated parm and a little creme fraiche and some parsley. And it's really delicious and refreshing and light, but I think it would be even better as risotto. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, try it. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah. Or the rich man's macaroni and cheese. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be fabulous. <laughs> hey, so do you make your own creme fraiche? I do. And um, it's just because I usually have cream in the house, and I hardly ever have creme fresh. And another thing is, I am cheap. Weep, weep, weep. And what does my brother say? Pinch, pinch. That's the sound of my pennies. Pinch, pinch. <laughs> and um, you can, I can just make it for so much less than it is in the store. It's something that I believe is ridiculously overpriced. It is. Yeah. And in the store, there seems to be like a stabilizer or something, and it's like thicker. And I like the 
uh, consistency yeah. of homemade creme it's too fraiche. too much like panna cotta in the store. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like there's guar gum or something in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's evil, evil, <laughs> evil in the creme fresh. <laughs> no, so all I do is I just take um, some cream, you know, just the amount that I think I want. And I think that the ratio is like one to about 15. That like, like if I have a, a gallon of milk and I want to make um, buttermilk, I'll pour a cup out and I'll add a cup of buttermilk and that's how I do it. And so I just, I, I probably add more like, one to eight when I'm making creme fraiche because I have such a small amount. But if I have a cup, I'll put in like two tablespoons of buttermilk and stir it around and just leave it on the counter until it's all yeah um, thick and, and um, then it's good. And you can smell it. It's good. The bacteria that make the creme fraiche, and I know I've said this before, they're just stronger and mightier than the bad bacteria. And so it doesn't go bad. It's just that they grow and then they push out the bad bacteria. So it's n- it, it is a food safe thing to do. You can't leave it on the counter for two weeks, but you just leave it on for 10 to 36 hours, how long it takes yeah. to thicken up. Just mm. like yogurt. Yeah, exactly. Really. And I, I use uh, two cups of cream to three tablespoons of buttermilk. I, I think that's about the same ratio. Yep, yep. It's just that I usually make a couple cups at a time because I will use it instead of sour cream and everything mm-hmm. that I would normally use sour cream yeah. for. Or even just heavy cream. I mean, it. I like creme fraiche instead of that. I like creme fraiche on a baked potato. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been made. Oh, I have a question. <gasps> what do you do with... Uh, what do you do with artichokes besides just steam them and eat them like a, you know? That is the only thing I do with them and uh, I, because I am not artichoke savvy. And and Dale loves, his one of his favorite meals is steamed artichokes and fried chicken. And he is oh. really good at making both. Oh. And so he makes that dinner. He always makes the artichokes. And uh, everything else that I use artichokes for, I buy them marinated or canned. Yeah. And uh, um, it's just, it's just how I am. Yeah. Well, it's not practical to, if what you need is artichoke hearts, it's not practical to buy artichokes. And I mean, they're expensive. So uh, yeah, I, that's the only thing I do. Tom really loves artichokes Mm -hmm. too. And that's, I mean, my, but just that way, I just steam them. Yeah. Yeah. And I make two little ramekins, one of horseradish mayo and one of garlic butter and Ooh, that sounds good. I've never thought horseradish mayo. That'd be really good with it. Yeah. He tends to dip the leaves in both. So I'm like really, uh, I do really love my husband, (laughs) even though I set him up to have mayonnaise and butter (laughs) on his artichoke. Buttering your cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I can't take it away from him now. He really likes it. You were talking about asparagus the other day. I grilled, um, I grilled some asparagus, and I grilled some those cowboy ribeyes. You know those ribeye steaks that have the big long bone on them. Oh yes, I did that once before a couple years ago, and um, they were on sale after Valentine's Day. And I'm like, oh well, these are you know really cheap, and they're still ribeyes. So I brought them home, and Dale and his and Ian were so impressed that they took pictures of their food. <laughs> and these are not men that would take pictures of their food. You know, <laughs> I mean, it would never under any circumstances occur to them. They are not Instagram boys. <laughs> you know. <laughs> They are wood chopping boys. And so um, anyway, but they were like posing like Fred Flintstone, you know, with their giant steaks. And so I bought them again. And um, so I thought I'd make them again. I can make them, you know, once every two, three years. And then I had some asparagus, too. And I thought, okay, we're having long bone ribeyes. We're going to have long bone asparagus. So I didn't trim the ends off. (laughs) (laughs) What a stupid thing to do. (laughs) 
So they were super fibrous and they were like gnawing on their asparagus <laughs> worse than they were gnawing on their steaks. And that was really stupid. But anyway, we had long bone asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new thing. Oh my. I'm telling you, put it in your cookbook. You're, you, we, we need to do a collaborative cookbook and we'll put all of that kind of it thing in like it. It could be like Marianne's flashes of brilliance and Linda's <laughs> stupid ideas. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> I've been working on a cookbook for, well, I don't know, 10 years. Uh, oh. I can't get serious. I know, but I would love to see it. Hurry up. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Too late to hurry up. (laughs) Well, what else? I mean, the season is changing and things are showing up every day that we haven't seen for months. Oh, I thought of you. Oh, because um, there was some, oh, I don't even remember if it was someone I was reading or it was something on a video, but it was about a restaurant. I think it was in New York. It was called Carboni's. It was just an Italian restaurant. But they were talking about their Caesar salad, and they were bragging that they had different kinds of anchovies in it, two different kinds of anchovies. And I never thought about... Really? Yeah, I never thought about that, about combining kinds of anchovies like i know how people talk about sardines you know how yes how they'll age them four years in the can they're supposed to be so much better there's so many different kinds they have so many different flavors but of course anchovies are the same way yes but i never thought of that and uh, and do we even have an option for that i would i mean i haven't seen that available if i had seen something like that on a shelf i would have well if we lived in a town of more than ten (laughs) thousand Yeah, I do. I live in a town of less than. Yeah, no, that's what oh, I mean. We if, all we, do. if we lived in a, a town yeah. of more, but I mean, sometime when we're in the city, we can look in the big grocery stores. Yes. And, and see, I just never thought about. I, that. I would love to try all the kinds of yeah, all yeah. the options, anchovy wise. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Caesar salad, nothing like it. I need to quickly uh, and belatedly remind everybody that Food Talk is a co-production of Coast. Of KMUN. Ding, KMUN. <laughs> and of North Coast Food Web. I'm Marianne Myers, and I'm always joined by Linda Perkins, and we're always mostly talking about cooking. <laughs> Except <laughs> when we have wet noodle driving. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about home cooking, yeah. primarily. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, um, I was telling you before we went on the air that um, one of my, uh, that that I almost always, this is a COVID thing, Mm -hmm. uh, never used to happen, but with COVID, time has changed. (laughs) My perception of it and use of time has changed over the last year and a half. And what used to be the first thing I would do after uh, regaining consciousness in the morning was cooking breakfast for my husband and mm-hmm. now my husband almost without exception is served brunch instead <laughs> of breakfast because I'm never getting anything on the table before noon <laughs> and I still call it breakfast it's still breakfast food yeah. <laughs> so and he's just so sadly grateful to have it that he hasn't <laughs> even complained about that <laughs> but I was telling you that one of his favorite breakfasts is a fried egg sandwich on the uh, bread that you make the the caraway dill rye mm-hmm. is thank you really good toasted with just so simple um, just mayonnaise and then sauteing or, or frying um, an egg in butter with uh, sliced spring onions that and sounds really salt good. and pepper yeah it's really good yeah, yeah. There's a um, thing that I serve if I have house guests overnight, and it's just the same thing, just a piece of toast, whatever, you know, bread I have. 
and then I'll fry an egg. And then um, generally I'll, I'll just put a little bit of pesto on the toast. Oh, that'd be and good. And then some Parmesan cheese, and then you put the egg on top and it melts it. And um, it's a pretty fast thing, but it looks kind of like you tried. <laughs> <laughs> and it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard to, it's really hard to do anything better than that, and it's so easy. Yeah. And if I have some truffle oil, I'll put just a couple drops of t- truffle oil on the egg. But uh-huh. that was back when we had house guests. Do you remember those? No, <laughs> because you are the second person besides the, the two of us who live here that have been in this house for a year See, and a half. See, that's what I mean. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So I'm telling a story from a long time ago. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And also, I realized as now we try to start reinstituting some sort of stuff we loved. Yeah. Not necessarily everything. Getting back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. But normal isn't, never was, never will be, like, fabulous every minute. So it's okay if I 86 some of the stuff we used to do that was, like, marginal and um, substitute some stuff I've thought of (laughs) (laughs) so I've thought of lots of stuff in the last year and a half that I want to try but what I was reminded of when you came today and also because the only other person that's been in the who's been in the house since uh, we all were vaccinated uh, was Uriah Halsey Mm -hmm. who is the owner of the Colombian Cafe and really excellent chef and he sure is yeah he sure is uh so but uh, i i like him to come over for many reasons other than he is such an excellent chef (laughs) but that's a big bonus we don't just use him (laughs) but we do just talk food yeah i mean that's what we get together and i throw a, a few little uh nibbly things on a table and we mix some drinks and we sit around and talk about food mm-hmm. and that's what happens with people who come to my house we sit around and talk about food yeah. <laughs> i think it's great and eat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is great yeah it's totally great well um i wonder if you have any other uh, seasonal things that you are really looking forward to or you're inspired by i am looking forward to good corn i mean there's corn out the corn out there yeah. now but it, it's coming the really good yeah. stuff yeah. That's always fun. And then you know how we feel about watermelon. Yeah. And by we, I do mean you and I. <laughs> yeah. 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 I always look so, so forward. To Melons that. in general. Yeah. Really. I got a book. There's a book that um, was coming up on people who I respect their best 10 list. Now, of course, I don't remember the name and I'm not at my house, but it's about um, non-alcoholic cocktails. And there's a lot of ah. good non-alcoholic cocktail books coming out. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. And so... There's, there's a lot of different watermelon slushy things. Mm. And so I think I'm going to try to make a drink out of that fennel salt and lime yeah. and watermelon. I'm going to try to do it in like a slushy. And, I mean, I can't imagine it wouldn't be good. Or a granita. Yeah, yeah. You would actually eat it with a spoon. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's rich people's words for slushy. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the risotto. <laughs> the risotto of the slushy. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you call it, you know, it's always sounds better in Italian or French. What yeah. can I say? <laughs> whatever you call it, it's delicious. And I have made watermelon granita before that was really, really good. But I, I also like watermelon sprinkled with just salt. Mm-hmm. So I think that, uh, that fennel salt was it. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be really so good with good. lime, and I think I think that can be a drink. So oh. I'm, I'm going to try that. Peaches and nectarines w- are just around the corner. Another yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. 
I got some white peaches. Those are early. Those are good. They were good? Yeah, they were good. I have trouble with peaches because Me too. they're mealy. <laughs> they are. And I don't mean a meal. And I don't <laughs> know enough about peaches because I have had mealy peaches and then they turned out like a week later on my counter when, you know, I was waiting for the garbage to come, yeah. you know, our garbage man to come and they turned out okay. I don't what? know enough. I know. I don't know enough about peaches to know their life cycle and what happens. So... And that could have just been some weird swapping out trick by somebody I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Dale. But, <laughs> I know. The peach swapper. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have a really hard time with peaches because when they're good, they are so yeah. crazy good that they have caused me to write yeah, poetry about them. But it's not them. even 50% of the time. No. Yeah. And, and they're not ever cheap. Yeah. So. And you can't do just the smell like you can with nectarines, you know. They're, yeah. they're not very often mealy. You know what we should do? Write a letter to God. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do email? Because seriously, <laughs> I'm not into envelopes and stamps anymore. <laughs> you and I should take Food Talk on the road and do a trip to Hood River and oh get my God, fruit. Did, did you hear this story about my noodle hands? Are you high? <laughs> I'll drive. Okay. I, I have a smart car that just says don't pass now and also you slow down and all of that stuff. Okay. <laughs> Much safer than noodle hands. <laughs> it's scoldy. <laughs> when Norma had drives somewhere in my car, she's like, your car is scolding me. <laughs> yeah, that's why we, pay, that we paid extra for that. Yeah, <laughs> We just love the <laughs> aggravation. <laughs> anyway, it would be really, no, I think going really to... Hood River and buying from the peach grower is the way to get peaches that are so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. I would love to have enough peaches to do something with. Yes. Yes. That would be great. Yes. Nectarines, I have a better, uh, I have a better luck with nectarines. Yeah. I think that it's greater than 50% chance that they're not mealy. Yeah. Do you think it's just, I think it's because I can feel them better. I think the peaches are bastards. That's why. Well, it, fortunately, they can't sue us. <laughs> they can't. I have a couple of other uh, recipe ideas I'd like to share, but we're kind of like easing up to the top of the hour, and I don't mm-hmm. wanna. I don't wanna. Um, yeah, you know, we can talk about them next time. Yeah, we um, will. I'm excited that the berries are back. Yep. Usually strawberries first, right? But yeah. uh, what else is out there right now? Nothing. Nothing. Blueberries. There's always blueberries. Yeah, but I don't know if they're local yet, you know? I um, got some visually gorgeous, organically grown blueberries recently from mm-hmm. a place that I trust, mm-hmm. and they didn't taste like anything. Yeah. They're yeah. juicy. Yeah, yeah, but no blueberry flavor. Uh-uh. And blueberry flavor is really good. It's That's one of my why you fruits. basically want blueberries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, everything, it seems, is turning into grapes. It's just like sweet, you know? Yeah. There's not what so much of this heck? just genetic something or other. Yeah. Making them hearty. <laughs> I, well, you know, look what's happened to tomatoes. By the way, yeah. tomatoes oh, are yeah. going to come on. How could I not think that I'm looking forward to them? Oh, of course, tomatoes. Yeah, tomatoes. Yeah. And always lettuce. I mean, it, it, we are, and I've said that before, so lucky on the North Coast because we have really good lettuce through the winter, but there's just that super delicate lettuce that you can get in the spring and early yes. summer. Yes. Yeah. I actually bought a head of iceberg lettuce recently. 
What? Because this is, thank you, Uriah Halsey, because we were talking about it, uh, Tom and Uriah and I are sitting around on the deck talking about food, and um, Uriah mentions bachelor salad. That's what he calls a wedge of iceberg with blue cheese dressing. Mm-hmm. And Tom was like, I love that. <laughs> And my mom used to serve that, yeah. but she would serve it with Thousand Island, Mine and I too. never really cared yep. for it. But I, the the look on my husband's face when Aww. he said, I love that, made me go buy a head of really good iceberg okay. lettuce. And he has now had two bachelor salads. I made... I made a batch of the bacon ranch dressing that we used to make at uh, North good, Star good and just put a ton of blue cheese in it. Okay. It's pretty good. Good idea. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think I had complained to you in the past that um, uh, I c- couldn't find a good blue cheese recipe, and then Uriah was like, make your ranch dressing and put blue cheese in it, and he <laughs> was right. We're running out of time. We have to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I'll have my apron next time. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.